and then, and then you Google it, and, you, and somebody has a, some kind of blog to tell you their leaves were turning yellow too, and this is what you need to do for a tree. And then, you know, and then she, we were talking to somebody, and they had some fruit in their uh, yard, and they, and, or some fruit trees, and they, they look good. And, and Yin said, what are you doing? He said, well, all you need to do is buy this from, from Home Depot, some kind of fertilizer, and stick the stick in, and it's going to flourish. I said, that might work better than the word of God. Let's get that. You know, are you hearing what I'm saying today? In other words, there's information out here that will help you. And so we went, we beelined it. I think she, she ordered it. On, did she order online? She ordered it online. Thank God. Amen. And we got it in and we're speaking life to that tree because we're going to have cherries. Spend a hundred dollars to that tree and we'll probably get five cherries out of it this summer. But <laughs> Hallelujah. A hundred dollars or five cherries. Glory to God. I'm believing for a little bit more fruit than that. I'm believing for a harvest of cherries. Amen. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? God can do it. Amen. So, so Jesus says here, have faith in God. But if you really study it out, Jesus is actually saying, have the God kind of faith. And so then he explains and he gives a definition what the God kind of faith is. He says, for surely I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea. He actually says, whoever. Say, I'm a whoever. He says, whoever. So even the natural world walks in faith. They walk in a natural faith and they speak some things and they can get some things done. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? But how much more if we're walking in supernatural faith? How much more can God do in our lives if we're walking in that supernatural faith of God? So he's saying, whoever says to the mountain, be removed and be cast into sea, does not doubt in his heart, but believes those things he says will be done. He will have whatsoever he says. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you will receive them and you will have them. I love this because this is faith 101. You can use your faith to get rid of something that's bad in your life and you can use your faith to receive something good in your life. Your faith is designed to get rid of the bad and to receive the good. I love that. See, God's promises are his blessings for us. So what we can do is we can see the devil wants to put something bad in our life. So we can use our faith to command the bad to get out. And we can use our faith to receive the good into our life. So our faith, it, it, it works two ways. It's commanding, you know, Jesus said, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth shall be loose in heaven. It, it, in other words, what we need to do is we need not to allow the bad things to be in our, that tree will live and not die and bear fruit. I'm going to keep saying that. We're going to get at least five cherries off that tree. Glory to God. Are you listening to what I'm saying? It will bear fruit. You will bear fruit. God called you to bear fruit for him and you are bearing good fruits. Oh, my church members are good fruit bearers in Jesus name. I declare it. You guys are bearing good fruit. And so, so it says here that we believe, but we doubt not in our heart, but we say. So it actually says here in some form of the word saying, we have to say it three times more than we believe it. In other words, you've got to say constantly, I'm getting out of debt. I'm coming out of debt. 
I'm out. Then you might want to put it in the now. I'm out of debt. No, you're about 10,000 in the credit card debt. I'm out of debt. Oh, you listen. You need to start putting it in the now. Thank God the angels of God are working to get me out of debt. I'm out of debt. I have more than enough to meet every need. And we need to start confessing that and believing that. And pretty soon when we start confessing and believing and speaking God's promises, guess what? Angels are hearkening to God's promises and they're listening to what we're saying. And when we preach his, when we speak his word, the angels will take God's word and make it come to pass. Do you believe that today? And then we bind those things that are trying to hinder us in our faith. You know, our faith can be measured. You know, we can, we, our faith, a person's faith can be measured. What does that mean? You can have great faith or you can have little faith. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? You can have great faith or you can have little faith. But I'm going to say this. God has given everyone that saved the measure of faith. And you could take your faith and your faith can grow. Yes. Amen. You don't have to be stuck in one area. You know, it's just like, listen. It's just like anything that you do, maybe you're in an occupation, uh, you know, or even riding a bike. At one time, you had training wheels when you started riding your bike. Any bike, anybody like to ride a bike in here? Any bike riders in here? How many people still have training wheels? No, I won't go there. But um, some of you have training wheels on your faith, but that's okay. Pretty soon, you're going to get those training wheels off, and pretty soon, you're going to be riding a bike. You know, I got it to a point where I could ride a bike with no hands. I can lift my hands and how many people can ride a bike with no hands for at least two seconds before you hit the curb and, 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 and get in trouble. But I could actually move my body see, just kind of like that. See how I'm doing it? And, uh, and, uh, and ride that bike with no hands. Glory to God. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you today? But, you know, it, it didn't start out that way. I had to get on that bike with the training wheels and pretty soon my dad would be uh, holding on to that bike and, and, and riding it and, I, I, and he's keeping me up and, and then he'll let go and I'm like, and, he, and it looks like he's still there and I'm kind of wobbling on the bike and pretty soon I'm riding, pretty soon he lets go and I'm riding and I'm up and I'm going, glory to God. Amen. And then that's the way faith works. We, we start taking our training wheels off faith. In other words, we don't rely on other people's faith for us anymore. In other words, we start standing on our own faith. We, you, know, you know, it's good to have faith in the pastor. It's good to have faith in my prayers. You know, you come up. But, but you need to start having faith in your prayers. Are you, you need to believe that you can do some things. You need to believe that your faith can move the mountains. That your faith can change situations. That your faith can change your family. That your faith can change anything on that canvas. You believe that today. you got to believe that you can do something. See, I can do something. In God. And you have, I'm going to say this this morning. You have the God kind of faith that moves mountains. Can I say that again? God has imparted in you the ability to move mountains with your faith. For it says here uh, in uh, Romans 12, 3, it says, For I say through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, according as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. 
So here, he's really talking about every man that's born again. He's talking about saving faith here. He's talking about Christians. Not every person has saving faith. In other words, not every person on this planet is saved. But God imparts saving faith to us. And we can receive that saving faith to have eternal life. Amen. But God imparts it to us. So our faith does not originate from us. It comes from God. God gives us faith. Through, re, through, through hearing his word. I love it in Ephesians 2.8. It says, for by grace you are saved through faith, not of yourselves. So you're saved by get grace through faith, not of yourselves. It's a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Let me just back up here. Paul is saying here, he's saying, do not think more highly of yourself than you ought to think, but think soberly, for God has allotted every man the measure of faith. If we're going to walk in high faith, you better walk, into, you better walk in humility. Because pride will keep us from, from really relying on God, and pride relies on ourselves. Pride puts the, the situation in our hands. But when you're walking in humility and you're staying humble, you don't, you don't, ta- you, you don't say, well, I can handle this. No, you say, God can handle it. See, see when, David, when David took out Goliath, he, he, he didn't brag about how good of a slingshot thrower he was. A slinger he was. He, is, he didn't brag about that to Goliath. No, he said, my God will deliver you into my hands. In other words, faith always, if you're going to walk in high faith, you have to walk in humility. You got to stay humble. Amen. Because if, because if, if it, it's God that gives us the ability to do whatever we do. You know, I may prepare for the message and, uh, you know, and, and I may put it together, but it's the anointing of God that allows me to minister to you. And when it gets to you, you have an aha moment. Then it's God moving. And it's not just because I studied. It's because the God's grace is working. Amen. Thank God I studied. But God's grace is working in spite of my studying, in spite of my work. God's grace is working. Somebody say God's grace is working. And so we see here that we have the measure of the God kind of faith. And that faith is, again, it's confessing the truth of God's word over the lies of the enemy. You know, the devil will try to lie to us. The devil will try to tell us that we're not going to make it. The devil will try to tell us that we're going to get sick. The devil's going to tell us that we're going to go broke. The devil's going to tell us that we're going to lose some relationships. The devil's constantly always lying. But you've got to start speaking God's promises over that lie. Don't believe the lie. And so in Romans 10, 9 through 14, it says this way, and this is saving faith here. It says, if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shall believe in thy heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. You know, when I do altar calls, I don't, I don't say my altar call, uh, come up, up here, maybe God will save you today if he's in a good mood. I don't, I don't put a maybe out here. In other words, the Bible says today is the day of salvation. Amen. In other words, when you hear the word of faith being preached, you take it. Amen. And you receive it. And so, so when the word is being preached, God is making his word 
to come to pass in that moment. Amen. And so I don't just say, well, maybe God will save you. It says here definitively that when you call upon the name of the Lord, if you believe uh, that God, uh, that Jesus was raised from the dead and, and that you confess it with your mouth and believe in your heart, you shall be saved. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you? So by confessing the truth with your heart, God will save you. And then it goes down here uh, that uh, if you call upon the name of the Lord, you shall be saved. So just calling on him, he will save you. And that word save means more than just getting to heaven. It means that God will deliver you from whatever the enemy is trying to tie you up with. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? In other words, save means that you're being delivered from whatever the enemy. You're, you're delivered from allergies. I just had to say that this morning. Does anybody deal with some allergies? Not today, Pastor. I'm not going to deal with any more allergies because I'm believing God that he's saying, Garrett, I'm telling you, no more allergies. Glory to God. Amen. Can I get an amen in here? Oh, me. Glory to God. I'm saying that for my own benefit. So we got to believe. Why do we want why, Why am I ministering on faith? Why am I ministering on faith? Because our faith is always under attack. You know, the Israelites... Uh, the reason why they couldn't enter into the rest of the Lord is because, number one, because they, you know, they didn't mix faith with his word. Amen. And, and they, uh, they were disobedient to the word, so they didn't mix faith with it, and they didn't believe, and they had a hard heart. And unbelief will make your heart hard. When you choose to say, I don't believe what the scriptures say, it hardens your heart. See, when I read the scriptures and I read that Jesus walked on the water, uh, it's not just a story to bring out uh, an illustration to, 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 to tell you how to live your life. Yes, it is, but it's more than that. It's truth. Amen. I believe Jesus walked on the water. Amen. Amen. I, I believe that the Egyptians were drowned in, uh, in the water, you know, the Egyptians that followed after Moses. And I believe the waters were con- congealed and they went up and the Israelites walked on dry ground on the other side. I believe that the, the, the Egyptian army was swallowed up by that water. And some say, well, no, some scientists will tell you that, no, you know, at that time the water was really low so they could cross over. Then, then it's a, even a bigger miracle because God drowned the Egyptians in knee deep water. You know what you know what I'm talking about. In other words, uh, you know, it, you know, God. I believe in God's miracles. I believe in the scriptures. I don't believe they're just stories. You know, some people believe that the Bible is just a book of fables. These are people that don't have faith. But see, God, when you receive Jesus, you ha- you should have a supernatural faith. And when you start reading the Word, you shouldn't be questioning the Word. Because if you start questioning God's word, it will cause your heart to get hard. And what we need to do is we need to line up and, and, and to please God, we need to say, I believe your word no matter what it looks like, no matter how I feel about it. Your feelings can say a lot of things, but the word of God will set us straight. You can't live by your feelings. You live by your feelings, you're going to end up in a ditch. Amen. So it's so so faith is very important. You can't get saved without faith. I just talked about Ephesians 2, 8. 
By grace you're saved through faith. And that's a supernatural gift that God places in us when we hear the truth of God's word. Number two, we can't live for God without faith. You know, it says in Romans 1.17, For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. As is written, the just shall live by faith. Amen. We live by faith. We live by faith. I, I remember that when Yin and I were uh, getting married, glory to God, a few years back. And we had this, uh, I had a friend of mine from high school that, that, uh, that, that emceed the, the wedding, the, the, um, uh, the ceremony after the wedding, or the, uh, what is it called? Reception, thank you. Help me preach this. And, uh, and so, but he, was, he, he wasn't a believer. And he said, how, how he said, uh, he was talking about, how, do you really believe the Bible? And he was questioning us on this. And, and Yin had the right answer. I didn't know how to answer it. You know, why, why, do you, why do you believe the Bible? And she said, we take it by faith. And we, we just believe by faith. You know, we believe it's true. We believe what God's... See, when, when, when Yin was there and a friend of hers was talking to her about heaven and hell... And was saying that Jesus is the only one that can have you escape hell and get you to heaven. And that the only way you can get in heaven is not by working your way into heaven. It's by receiving Jesus. And if you don't, you're going to go to hell. She said, where's Jesus at? I want to get Jesus in my life. I don't want to go to hell. She got a little nervous because she made up her own little God. You know, she thought this is how God is. You know, God's the country singer. And uh, I don't know what, how she made She's shaking her head. But, uh, uh, you know, but, but we tend to make her what we want our own God to be. God's a good God and he will never send anybody to hell. You know, he's a God of love. And of course, he loves me and he wants me to be happy. So if I want to live in an adulterous relationship or if I want to live this lifestyle that's contrary to God's word, if I want to live in sin, you know, God's a good God. He's not going to judge me for that. Uh, you better read your Bible again because <laughs> he's going to judge sinners. And thank God that us saints, we were going to be judged too. What, Pastor? I thought I escaped all judgment. No, you're going to be judged for what you do if, we're going to, if you're obeying God. And it's going to be the judgment seat of Christ. And that's the, that's the judgment seat where he's going to give rewards or he's going to remove rewards. And I want as many rewards as I can get. Because eternity is a long time. Amen. I don't want all the trophies up on a wall that I missed out on. Amen. And so we got to get a revelation that, that God is good and, and, and that, that God gives us faith and, and we have to live by faith and, and we live by faith. Uh, it says the just shall live by faith. Amen. I like what Galatians 3.11 says. It said that no man is justified by the law in the sight of God. It is evident for the just shall live by faith. That's Galatians 3.11. So we're not justified by just obeying the Ten Commandments. We're justified by believing God's word. We're justified by believing that Jesus is the sacrifice for our sins. That's what we're not justified in just uh, joining a church or doing, you know, being confirmed in the church. We're not justified by works. We're justified by faith. Amen. And in our faith, we will do good works. It will compel us to do good works. And get an amen. You know, you can't fight spiritual battles without faith. The Bible says, fight the good fight of faith, lay hold of eternal life, First uh, Timothy 6, 12, whereunto thou art also called and has professed a good profession before many witnesses. 
So here, Timothy is saying here, fighting the good fight of faith is having a good profession before many witnesses. What is your profession? Another word for profession is, what is your confession to people around you? In other words, what are you saying about your God to people around you? Are you saying God is mighty? God is good? God? That's why your testimony is the most important thing you possess as a Christian. I love telling people my salvation story. I love telling people how God saved me. I love telling people that why it just strengthens my faith and it encourages them to move in faith. Somebody needs to get a testimony in the house today about how God has saved you and how God has delivered you and how God has set you free. And you need to keep confessing that. You know, I, I'm, deli- I'm, I'm delivered from all the vices that I used to be tied in with many years ago. You know, I, I used to be a drinker. I used to drink alcohol. I don't, I don't drink alcohol anymore. Why? Because I came out of that lifestyle. I don't want to have anything. There was a lot of negative attached to that. And I don't, want, I don't want to bring memories back to that life because that's not my life anymore. I used to, do, I used to buy lottery tickets, you know. I don't do that anymore. You say, well, I do, Pastor. Well, you'll be delivered pretty soon. Amen? And uh, because, you know, you're, you're giving enough money to the state anyway through taxes. But if you want to give them the state more money, go ahead. And anyway, uh, I've, been delivered from, I've been delivered from other vices, ugly vices. And, 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 and I like to tell people, I'm delivered. I'm delivered from, from lottery tickets. Why? It keeps me delivered. I'm, I'm, de- I'm delivered from uh, having to have to party at a club. I'm delivered from that. I party with Jesus. Amen. You know, why? why? You overcome by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of your testimony. And what are you testifying? I'm not going to have anything. I'm not going to allow anything to have control of my life but Jesus. I'm not going to let anything. I'm not going to let drugs. I'm not going to let anything have control of my life. I'm not going to bow down to the world's vices. I'm going to bow down to Jesus. I'm not going to make anything an idol in my life. Jesus is the only one I can idolize. I'm not going to allow anything to be put before me before Jesus. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? The Bible says, allow no idols in your life. So we fight our spiritual battles with faith. The Bible says fight the good fight of faith. Why is it a good fight? Because we win. You may say, well, it doesn't look like I'm winning, Pastor. It looks like I'm losing. No, no, just wait. It's not over yet. God's moving. It, it, it looks like, you know, I, I try to take two steps forward. And I say, like, four ba- steps backwards. No, 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 God's working something out. A far greater possibility, a far greater faith in you. I'm telling you, gi- faith giants are made in the wilderness. I'm telling you, you're coming out like Joshua and like Caleb. They came through the wilderness. They got their land. They got into the promised land and they stayed in the promised land. And they were in the wilderness with a bunch of people that just just didn't believe. You're going to have people around you that doesn't believe. You're going to be the one that, that breaks ground in your family. You're going to be the first millionaire. Why? So, see, God wants to bless you so you can be a blessing. You're going to be the one that has your house paid off. You're, you need to start believing this. 
yeah, you, you, you look at some of your relatives and they seem like they're doing better than you and they don't have God in their life. Yeah, because they're, they're putting some action to what they're believing. But you know what? It, just wait around. We're, we're going to move up higher. We're going to go higher. And we're going to keep going higher. And we're going to keep going higher. And they're going to say, how are you doing this? So, so we need to walk. See, we need to walk in that supernatural faith of God. Amen. We walk by faith and not by sight. What does that mean, walking by faith and not by sight? That means that we don't have the Thomas kind of faith. Thomas was one of the disciples, and the, and the ten disciples saw Jesus, reported back. I don't know where Thomas was at that day. He must have been fishing or something. And Thomas came in, and they said, we saw Jesus. He has risen from the dead. And Thomas said, I don't believe that. I don't believe all ten of them. No, we really saw Jesus. That man, he's, he's Thomas said, "Well, listen, if he appears to me, and I can stick my my finger in the hole of his hand and put my hand in his his side where the spear was plunged in, I, you know, I, I'll believe, but, but I'm not going to believe until I do that." And Jesus appeared and said, "Thomas, why don't you stick your hand, your finger in my hand right here?" Thrust your hand in my side and don't be downing, but believe. And Thomas said, my Lord, my God. And I don't think he stuck his finger in his hand. <laughs> my Lord and my God. I'm telling you, the buck stops at Jesus. I'm telling you, Jesus is the way. He's the truth. He's the life. Muhammad is still in the grave. Buddha is still in, a, in the grave. Uh, uh, the other faith leaders are still in the grave. But my Jesus has risen. And I'm going to say this to you today. You're going to rise out of those ashes of defeat. What the enemy's trying to do, even in America, with us uh, being shut down and millions of people being out of work. God's going to turn it around. We're going to get... Get back what the devil has stolen. We're going to recover all. Do you believe that today? You're going to recover all. Whatever the devil has stolen from you in this pandemic, he's, God is turning it around. And he's going to make what the devil meant for bad, for evil. God's going to turn it for our good. Do you believe that today? Do you really believe it? Somebody shout glory in the house Today, if you believe it. Glory. Let's bow our heads in prayer. Father, I just thank you that you are so good. You're so awesome. You're so glorious. And we love you this morning. And we just trust you today. We trust that you're working good out of the evil that may be around us. And I thank you, Lord Jesus, that you're greater than the devil. You're greater than the circumstances. You're greater than the weaknesses you're of our flesh. You're greater. And I, I, we allow you, Jesus, to be greater in our lives this morning. Perhaps you're here in the audience. Perhaps you're watching online and you have not fully given your heart to Jesus. You're just, you, you, you're playing church or just, you're not fully, you know, sold out. You haven't pushed, you know, all your life in the center, like the chips in the center. You, you need to give God everything. So I want you to pray this prayer and God and get ready for God to rock your world. Get ready to start moving in the divine favor and grace that he has already given us through his son, Jesus. Say this out loud in mean yard. Say, dear God, I believe 
I believe Jesus, you died on the cross for my sins. I believe you were raised from the dead for my justification. And I receive you today as my Lord and my Savior. Jesus, I turn from sin and I turn fully to you. And I thank you for your grace. Heavenly Father, fill me with your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. We would like to invite you to join us Sunday morning at 4136 Holland Road, Virginia Beach, Virginia. Service starts at 1030 a.m. Nurseries and Children's Church provided. This broadcast is made possible by the Congregation of Exceed Life Church. For more information, visit us at exceedlifechurch.org.